Black Women Stitch is happy to celebrate the 200th episode of the Stitch Please podcast with AccuQuilt. It's our birthday, but thanks to AccuQuilt, we're giving gifts. All September, we're counting down to 200 episodes on October 4th. Every week, we're giving away one AccuQuilt Go Me fabric starter set with a bonus quilt as you go bag making kit. We also have a grand prize of a Go Big electric fabric cutter starter set. We'll announce the winner when the 200th episode drops. Visit Black Women's Stitch and socials to enter. If you are new to AccuQuilt and are thinking about investing in their system, the Ready, Set, Go bundle is your best value. Ready, Set, Go provides everything you need to get started. AccuQuilt Go Cutter, the 8-inch cube to create 72 blocks, a die to easily cut multiple strips, squares, and diamonds, and a pattern book. Purchased separately, this bundle would cost almost $1,000, but during September, you can get it for 20% off with our code SPPODCAST200. The best part is, at any time, you can upgrade your Go Cutter to the fantastic Go Big, which is what I have, where the AccuQuilt magic can happen at the touch of a button. Links are in the show notes. Discount code SPPODCAST200 is good for September 2023. Hey friends, hey. As we head toward our 200th episode, I realized Stitch Please is more than a podcast. It's an archive, a resource, a community, a place for learning, exploration, and good cheer. It's highly rated across platforms and nominated for awards, and it's always centered on Black women, girls, and femmes in sewing, and always provides a space to hear, learn from, and be inspired by Black creatives. To keep this unique project going, we need your help to create the change we want to see. Throughout September, listen to the podcast's first ever live So Black series. Recorded with a live studio audience in Atlanta, Georgia, I talk with sewing and quilting all-stars, E. Bond, Sarah Bond, Nikki Griffin, Rashida Coleman-Hale, Naomi Johnson, Sean Kimber, Bianca Springer, and Sarah Trail. These amazing conversations culminate in a most special 200th episode. But the party doesn't stop there. Enter the 200th episode giveaway with weekly prizes from AccuQuilt, including a grand prize Go Big electric cutter. It's a great chance to get your stitch together. You can enter the giveaway and listen to the podcast at blackwomenstitch.org. Share our 200th episode posts on your social media. You can also donate through our tax-deductible ActBlue site or sign up for Patreon, which is getting first access to some fun new projects in September. Join us as we celebrate 200 episodes of Stitch Please, the weekly podcast centering Black women, girls, and femmes in sewing, celebrating those who stitch, create, and liberate. Thank you. Hello, Stitchers. Welcome to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women's Stitch, the sewing group where Black lives matter. I'm your host, Lisa Woolfork. I'm a fourth generation sewing enthusiast with more than 20 years of sewing experience. I am looking forward to today's conversation. So sit back, relax, and get ready to get your stitch together.
Black Women Stitch in the Stitch Please podcast is grateful for all the support that made So Black possible. Special thanks to our underwriters, Spoonflower. Thanks also to Moda for generous sponsorship. Thank you, Bernina, for your wonderful support. Thank you also to Amtrak for partnering with us. Special thanks to those who shared resources to equip the space. This includes AccuQuilt, Aurafil, Crimson Tate, So Easy, Ruby Star Society, Free Spirit Fabrics, Kai Scissors. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Special thanks to Focusrite for making the live recording possible through the donation of an audio interface, the Focusrite 18i8. Thanks to the Bridge PAI for the initial funding, and thanks also to the Modern Quilt Guild for their generous support. Thank you all so much for making this possible. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the most special episode of the Stitch Please, Stitch Please podcast so far. This week, I am your host. I am Naomi Johnson at Naomi P. Johnson on Instagram. If you have been a longtime listener, you have heard me cry on this podcast every time that I have appeared in an episode. Do not expect anything other than the same today because I am so, so happy to be here live from the Modern Quilt Guild's 10th anniversary quilt con here in Atlanta, Georgia. Today, I am talking to Lisa Wolfork, our normal host, and the fantastic and fabulous and oh my God, I Y'all, we're talking to Rashida Coleman Hill today. I'm so happy to be here with y'all today. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Lisa and I are wearing Rashida's fabrics today. (laughs) We are wearing fabrics from her linear collection that is available now. Find it wherever you can. I know it is flying off the shelves at the shop where I teach up in um, outside of D.C. The first thing I want to say is, Rashida, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to cry. Be ready. <laughs> cry with me. I am so happy to have women who look like me on my body I never could have imagined and you made that real for me and I am so so incredibly proud um yeah I I can't even explain the feeling um just seeing people wearing it and all over it's been everywhere and everyone's so excited and happy about it and it's melting my heart um, I think even more so to be here 10 years at QuiltCon. Um, I was a judge at the very first one. Wow. And here we are 10 years later, and I'm seeing women who look like my fabric here at the show walking around all of you. It's, it's so beautiful. It's, it's the most beautiful thing I've seen here. <laughs> and thank it, uh, you. Yeah, it's, I love it. I love it so much. Y'all. <laughs> 
What has this quilt con been like for you? This is my first quilt con. Mine too. This is Lisa's first quilt con. I can't believe con. this is your first it one. It is. I never wanted to come before. <laughs> well. What has it been like for you? Lisa, tell us. What oh, gosh. Is- um, you know, it's been wonderful. I have been so gratified. I, I think I came to quilt con in some ways because I saw the photo that was taken after Latifa Safir's lecture mm-hmm. last year. She was the keynote. And so I saw that group of black women and I said, wow, I think I should go to QuiltCon. There's a lot of black women there. Maybe black women's stitch could go and this could be our first kind of public facing mm-hmm. type of thing um, and just see how it goes. You know, and so I, pro- I proposed to the MQG to do this, to do it as a leisure lounge and to do interviews and mm-hmm. to do make and takes and to have it be a space of leisure, et cetera. And they were agreed and all for it. And we met a few times to kind of work different things out. And, but to have it actually happen, this isn't, this is, it, it is incredible to yeah, me. That, like, this is the blackest quilt con I've ever been to. And I'm so here for hooray. it. <laughs> I love that. I, I don't, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have done this. I am grateful for all the support that we've got. Again, the fabrics that were given from this, this spoonflower fabric right here. These fabrics, they were all designed by a black woman, Mm -hmm. Janine LaCour. We interviewed her this morning at 10 o'clock. Oh, her work's amazing. I love her. Yeah. And she loves you. And (laughs) we, we talked to Janine about her work. We said, well, tell us what this is. And we were able to talk to her and tell her. I saw Janine leaving the quilt con. I happened to run into her as she was exiting out and she was glowing. Yeah. yeah. She had met her um, icon, Nefertiti Griggs in the mm-hmm. back and they had hung out and she was very happy. And, <laughs> you know, and she just was like, Lisa, I, this has never happened to me before. I've never been able to sit and talk to someone about my work. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to have these kind of engagements and dialogues. And this is what I wanted to do. I do not want a seat at everybody's table. Yeah. And, I, and I, there's a lot of tables that I do flip. But my most important thing is to build. It's to build what I need, to build. Mm-hmm. Because I know if I need it, other people need it too. I have been having absolute fangirl moments mm-hmm. um, at QuiltCon. I really have. <laughs> I know that same. you both are like Instagram and sewing community famous. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody over whom you continue to fangirl oh, even goodness. after 10 years? Oh, um, you know, every time I see Latifah, I'm like, Latifah. Um, and it's funny because I feel like every time I come to one of these shows somebody comes up to me and they're like hi Latifah yes come on which is hilarious because Latifah is not a tall person no like yeah but every time I see her we always joke about that and she'll come up to me and she's like hi Latifah and I'll say hi Rashida so good to see you (laughs) <laughs> and it's funny for us now just because it's been happening. It's not funny. But, no, you know, mm, but yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but I'm always so happy to see her because her work is amazing. It and is. Yeah, yeah, it she's is. Just, she just, yeah, she fills me up. I love her. I told Latifah <laughs> yesterday when I came back to sewing about 10 years ago, it's been longer than that now, but I, it was when Pinterest first began 
And because I was searching for sewing related things, Mm -hmm. quilting obviously is a thing that pops up. And I had never been interested in quilting. And then I saw the glam clam. Yes. And I was like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's a quilt? (laughs) Oh. I could be into that. Mm-hmm. I still haven't tried it because those curves, even though I make garments all the yeah. time, those curves look a little scary to me. And I know how to sew with curves now. But Latifa is definitely a person who mm-hmm. I freaked out a little bit. Yeah. Lisa, was there anybody who has had you just oh, beyond? I think <laughs> it's I think it's Rashida and Latifa. <laughs> I feel like I've been so fortunate to talk to so many people on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We've got about 180 episodes. And so I've talked to lots of people, but I've not seen anybody, nobody in real life. Yeah. Mm. So to see Rashida for real, for real, yeah. you know, yeah. and to like squeeze her neck and like make her cry because she's crying, baby. And like, you know, like all these things like that is that to me. And, you know, and Latifah and, and Sean Kimber was here for yeah. an interview. And mm-hmm. that was wonderful to kind of have these, you know, these these different components. Mm-hmm. Like I have been so gaga about all of that. Like, it's like, oh, my gosh, she's you again. You know, yeah. like I really have. And that's one of the great things about this con so far for me yeah. has been kind of making connections with mm-hmm. black women. Yeah. Even, you know, just seeing the quilts on the wall or at vendor stations, those who are selling, you know, we've got more black. I think that QuiltCon has more black owned businesses this year right. than they've ever had, yeah. including our fabric stash mm-hmm. um, by Deborah. Um, who is right here in this gorgeous sequin dress all the way from Seattle, Washington. Um, And So Creative Lounge and um, is it Mary? Um, uh, Basket Mary. Basket Mary Mm -hmm. and and Cultured Expressions. So, Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure if there's one more. There's one more. So Creative Creative Lounge. Lounge. And there's one more. She has garments um, in her booth. I, I do not know her name. Is it? Yes, Messiah yes, International. Messiah International. I'm so glad you said that. Thank you, I Deborah. Sh- I should never forget that. So I, that to me feels like I think it's wonderful that Atlanta is the the 10th anniversary. Yeah. I really appreciate the the attention that the MQG has um, offered to promote and center. Not, not center, but to promote black artists mm-hmm. and black guilds and black makers and black vendors. I mean, I think Atlanta is a a black Mecca. And Mm -hmm. so this is a perfect place to say we want more black folks here. We want Mm -hmm. them to have a good experience, et cetera. Um, And so that to me has been fun. Like my um, my like, oh, my gosh, has really just been seeing us. Yes. Seeing y'all like whenever I I turn a corner and I see couple of black women walking together and I don't know them. They don't know me. I'm like, hey, you know, um, like, you know, so that's to me has been the things I've been fangirling about. Just like seeing us yeah. and having us see each other. That yeah, is just feel it feels so good. Yeah, it really does feel so amazing because I feel like I've come to these shows before and kind of felt alone, honestly, because, you know, the even at the very first one, it just felt like it was just me, you know. 
and then I started slowly seeing more of us coming and now I mean look at this is amazing yeah it's spectacular <laughs> you know, this is all I've, all I've ever wanted and I, I know it's everybody's just happy to be here and and everyone's just been so so warm and welcoming and and yeah I'm just happy to see see black and brown faces all over it's it's beautiful <laughs> Lisa this this space so black is possible through collaboration mm -hmm. what were the things that went into your thought process mm -hmm. in choosing folks to collaborate with for I, this project I am very sensitive about um who or what black women's stitch does or works with I reached out to people who could support my vision without it being compromised. And I don't want everybody's money. I don't want everybody's money. And it was a long time. I didn't want anybody's money. Mm -hmm. I didn't want anybody's money because I, I am do this is me. This is me. This like, this is my, this is the value system. This is black lives matter. This is not, why isn't, why isn't it um, instead of black women? Why isn't it women stitch or why isn't it POC stitch? You know, it's always, we are, it's like we're always meant to do everybody else's work. Mm -hmm. You know, like Zora Neale Hurston way, said way back in, what was it, 19, 1928, 1923, when um, Their Eyes Were Watching God first came out. She talked about Janie, the protagonist of the novel, and her grandmother said, black women are the mules of the world. Mm -hmm. The white man has a burden, he passes it on to the black man. The black man has a burden, he passes it on to the, you know, to the black woman. And then we have to carry everybody's things, white women's, black man's, black, white man's, like all, we carry it all. Mm -hmm. Right. So, of course, you see someone doing something with excellence and that's exciting and look, but it's just for black people. What do you mean you're going to put all that time and energy and resources and it be just for black people? There is no just for us. We are. We we just the, and I say, this is a quote from a, a wonderful scholar that I admire. And he says, in an anti-black world, blackness is demanded of black people. Mm. In a black world, all that is required is being. Mm. Just be. Mm -hmm. And this is what this space was for, to just be. It was so important to me that whatever brand I chose to work with would be willing to truly work with me and that they did not hold the strings, right? And you know what, the thing that clicked for me was it, was just, this was this. My grandmother was born in 1913. That same year, Delta's got bounded. But also, <laughs> but also, but also, all right, sorry. All right, I see all right. But also, but also, that's the same year Harriet Tubman died. When you think about my Nana being born the same year Harriet Tubman died, mm -hmm. it shows how close all of this is. I realized that I was doing all of this work, all of this work, so much work, and I thought that I was honoring my ancestors by doing it for free. I thought that money was dirty and that if I took money for something, it meant that my, um, my intentions were not pure. Mm -hmm. So instead... I worked and I worked and I worked and I worked and I recorded and I edited and I stay up late. And I did that for uh, over a hundred episodes. Um, and then I don't know what it is that struck me, 
that said, Lisa, your Nana never got the money she deserves. And it came to me that my suffering is not going to fix capitalism and it is not going to dismantle white supremacy. But what can help is if we take their resources and money is just energy, it's just resources and put it to the use for black folks. Mm -hmm. And so my goal has been to remind us that this is our ancestral craft, that we are true to this, not new to this, and that we deserve to be seen and centered in our joyful places. Mm -hmm. And what I would like Black Women's Stitch to be able to do, and what I hope the podcast can do and has done, is to provide models for that and also reminders. And that the podcast itself could be a space mm -hmm. until we can get a physical space, which we have right now. So Black is made possible by some amazing people on the Black Women's Stitch team. Christina Gifford, Janelle Velasco, Latrice Samson Richards, Naomi P. Johnson, Shauna Jefferson, Jill Bates Moore, Nikki Griffin, Coco Springer, Alicia Turlington, and Adrian Dent. And in full Snoop Dogg style, I'd like to thank myself for pulling this together and believing in me. Let's give it up for Lisa Woolford. And if you want to find out what's happening next, follow Black Women Stitch on TikTok and Instagram and sign up for our email list. Check out the Stitch Please podcast with new episodes every Wednesday, including episodes from QuiltCon coming out soon. I have just two, um, two more things to say. The first thing is um, Lisa brought to my attention a couple weeks ago the Modern Quilt Guild's community guidelines and their statement on inclusion. And it is the most thorough statement mm -hmm. that I have seen in quite a long time. And if it's missing something that you, that you feel it needs, there's an opportunity through membership and through using your voice mm -hmm. to influence change mm -hmm. in their statement. They're open to it. They've already come to us and said, because you had this and we've seen that folks are looking for it, folks are asking questions of volunteers, they are going to make spaces like this available to other affinity groups. And so that is something, that's a small thing that you can do to influence change. Rashida, I'm so sorry we've kept you here for so long. I oh, have one no. last question. I'm so happy to be here. And then here. we're going to open it up to folks here. The Stitch Please podcast is the podcast that helps you get your stitch together. Do you have some advice on how we might get our stitch together? It doesn't necessarily have to be sewing, oh. but how can we get our stitch together? You know, I'm... I'm going through a divorce, um, and uh, I moved out in October. Has been a rough, rough couple of months, mm. and 
I think the thing that I have learned these past couple months is to give myself grace. Mm. So I think give yourself mm. some grace is how you can get your stitch together. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you know, you, we've... <sighs> Take your time. Yeah. I think um, we don't give ourselves enough... Um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to find? Uh, space, space. Yes, we don't give ourselves enough space, and and to and you know everything doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you you're just you gotta just do your thing and be you and try and be happy and 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 look out for your people and your loved ones and friends and and just and. Yeah, just be. <laughs> just be. Yeah. Just be. Um, I, I think I I took spent a lot of time beating myself up over that failure, you know, and kind of um, I, I just learned that it, you know, it. There's so many things in this life that you can't control what happens, Mm-mm. and and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And it's all right. Yeah. So I'm good now. Still, still getting through it. But um, yeah. Lisa, what about you? We, you, you ask lots of folks. Tell I us, do. What is your advice for getting our stitch, stitch together? together? Well, I want everyone to join the Black Women Stitch Patreon at the highest possible level. Hallelujah. Other than that, Hallelujah. I mean, you know, learn about Patreon. Hashtag Pay Black Women, including me. Um, and um, you could there's $5 levels $15 levels $25 a month you can send me direct video messages there's all kind of different benefits and privileges etc etc so that's one Um, I remember that you are worth the fuss Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. are worth the fuss that's it yeah you're worth Mm -hmm. the fuss you're worth the fuss you're worth the fuss you're worth the fuss you're worth it you're worth the fuss oh it's like my job harder then your job's harder Mm -hmm. i'm worth the fuss we have been more than inconvenienced in this country we're worth the fuss I want to thank you all for being here. Oh my here. gosh, thank you. I want so to thank, much. thank you. you, Lisa, mm-hmm. for your vision. Yeah. I want to thank you for the way you have absolutely, I will never stop thanking you for the way you have changed my life. When we got together the first time, I had no idea that I needed what you were offering to me. I didn't know I needed it. And I cannot imagine my life without it. I don't know how I would have survived 2020 or 2021 or 2022 or the 14 years that 2023 has been so far. I just don't know 
how I would have done it. Why is it not June? Why is it not June? When is school over? Never. It is never over. Never. I will never have enough words to thank you for the way you have turned my life upside down in the very best way. I thank you. My mama thanks you. My mom mom is like, when are you doing that again? When are you, y'all gonna do, what are you doing? Oh, well you go, have fun. Give me somebody's number. Yes. My mama don't play about me. No, 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 we we change numbers. My spouse has, my spouse has her mama's number and her mama has my spouse's number. Cause she do not, she do not play about me. I am the one. It's some extras. There like, there's lots of spares in my families, but I'm the heir. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thank you. I love you. I thank you. Rashida. Thank Hello. you. Girl. Thank you. Thank you. And I love you. Thank, thank you. Me too. <laughs> thank you for putting us on fabric. So we don't have to wear little white girls and white women. <laughs> and our little white and our little our black girls can see themselves. At, look at them on and our blankets and as dresses on our dolls. And yes, whatever yes. other little thing I make for my nieces. My right. nieces came out of the womb having things that reflected them. them. And I cannot thank you enough, enough. for that. You, <laughs> I want to add, I want to add that you were at the first quilt con and I want to thank you for standing alone for so long. I want to thank you for staying for a year after 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 year and until we could get here until we could get here you held the door open you kept your foot in that shit when it hurt when it was iron when it you kept it open for us you held it for us you held that space. You were our anchor. You were the one we knew was there. And it was hard and it was lonely and it was not fair. And you still did it. And we are here because of you. I am here because of you. Yeah, and I am you. glad that you now know that there is a critical mass. There is a critical mass of us. And it never would have bubbled to this point had it not been for your beginning. And for that, I thank you. I thank Latifah Safir. I thank Sean Kimber. I thank all of these sisters who stood in that breach. This, there have been some sisters that, that have made it easier for us. And I know we all, we can say things like, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants. We, we, we want to honor our ancestors. We, we do and we love and revere and thank them for, I do, for, for still paving the way for me as I see it. And we also have to thank these stalwarts. 
we have to thank these people who have been standing here when it was hard and mean and ugly. And so here we are. And I thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us today for this wonderful, wonderful, most special episode of the Stitch Please podcast. I am delighted to have spent time with you today. Lisa, thank you. Thank you. Rashida, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. We love you. Thank you so much. We love you deeply. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Stitch Please podcast, the official podcast of Black Women Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. We appreciate you supporting us by listening to the podcast. If you'd like to reach out with, to us with questions, you can contact us at blackwomenstitch at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do that by supporting us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And you can find Black Women Stitch there in the Patreon directory. And for as little as $2 a month, you can help support the project with things like editing, transcripts, and other things to strengthen the podcast. And finally, if financial support is not something you can do right now, you can really, really help the podcast by rating it and reviewing it anywhere you listen to podcasts that allows you to review them. So I know that not all podcasts Um, directories or services allow for reviews but for those who do for those that have like a star rating or just ask for a few comments if you could share those comments and say nice things about us at the stitch please podcast that is incredibly helpful thank you so much come back next week and we'll help you get your stitch together (laughs) 